It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Welcome, listeners. I thank everyone for tuning in. I want to be really clear. This is a pre-take show. I'm in Vermont. I'm staying halfway up a mountain in a very small village, visiting a friend who just lost her husband this winter, and it was so difficult for me not to be here when she was going through all of that experience of losing a husband really at a very young age. So I planned a couple of weeks here in Vermont to spend some time with her, and it's beautiful here. It's just absolutely beautiful, but it is very, very rural, and there is no cell service here, which is (laughs) very different from someone who lives in L.A. However, there is Wi-Fi, And I could have done the show live if it weren't for the fact that she's having some construction done on her house and the construction is just too noisy for me to do the show live. So I'm pre-taping this show and the next one because I'll be gone for two weeks and we'll be here in the construction zone for two weeks. But anyway, I'm glad to be back on the radio. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'm sure you did, because I've gotten terrific feedback. You enjoyed Donna Dvorak. She is a psychic and a healer, an animal psychic and healer, and she does great work. She has a very um, powerful ability. She does so well, and she helped both my cats on more than one issue, and I understand that she did some great work last week when she was, or the first show I missed when I was uh, traveling and I was unable to to get to a pre-tape show even. So she did a great job, and if you haven't heard her, I encourage you to listen on the archives on my radio show, Um, my radio show, listen to my radio show archives on my website, JanetRichmond.com, and catch her, and she gives out all of her contact information. You'll see exactly how she works, and you'll understand why she's such a powerful healer and can help your animals or animals of friends and loved ones that may be having either behavioral or uh, medical issues of some sort, physical issues. She does it all, okay? Anyway, so this can, since this is a pre-taped show, I am unable to take callers. 
I do have a healing that was requested for me by a someone through email. And in any case, again, I want to thank Donna. She was so sweet to be the host for my show last week. And most likely in another time in the future, in the future now, I will have Donna on the show again. But I do have it archived, and anybody who wants to hear it, wants to get her contact information, it will all be on that archive show. Okay. So, as I said, it's a pre-taped show. I can't have any callers. However, please, I have another pre-taped show to do for July 9th. I do not, as yet, have a requested healing, so I encourage anybody to email me. Let me know. Please understand, all listeners, please understand whether, uh, even though I'm doing an individual healing, every listener can get the benefit because the individual healings unravel the soul scrambles and what's going on specifically for that individual related to his or her issue. However, the parts of the foundation of that soul scramble, parts of the emotional issues, parts of the belief pattern, we all carry. We all carry so much of what everybody else has because we've been on an incredibly long sojourn through the human kingdom universe. We've gone through so many similar life experiences. Every soul is completely unique because none of us have gone through the exact same combination and permutation of the different situations and conditions and events and experiences. However, there have been common elements to all of us because we've all been in all types of societies. We've been in female-dominated societies, male-dominated societies. We've been in primitive societies. We've been in societies and cultures where there's a lot of cruelty and inhumanity, man's inhumanity to man. We've been in all, all of these types of spiritual environments that there are. I mean, it's, it, again, everybody has different, you know, the accumulation of all the different experiences and events is unique for one person. However, we've all experienced fear. We've all experienced shame. We've all experienced joy. We've all experienced physical illness. We've all experienced torture even. We've all experienced being a victim. We've all experienced abandonment and betrayal. I could go on and on. We've all experienced it in different ways, shapes, and forms without the exact same type, uh, the exact same elements of that experience. So our experiences are unique, but the foundational elements, the emotional impact, the belief systems that we've come out of the cultures and the societies and these lives that we've had are the same. And if you haven't heard me before, and if you have, this is a reminder, but I want to be really clear. When we finish a life and lay aside the body, we carry with us all the belief systems, all the emotional reactions, all the experiences, all the thoughts that we have accumulated in that life, and it is folded in to soul level. We, the soul is the lives of the, the minds of the past. So your current life is the mind. Now, this definition may not agree with every single 
other definition out there, but according to the higher selves, the current life is the mind of the present life. It's our consciousness, all our experiences as we deal with and operate and accumulate in this life. This is the mind of this life. The soul is the minds of the past. When we lay aside the body, the mind of this current life, it becomes part of and amalgamates with the conglomerate soul energy. And so at the soul level, we are carrying all the experiences, all the emotional reactions, all of the belief systems that we've taken on over lifetime after lifetime. So it is a complicated, complex, conflicting, interwoven situation of all these energies, these, the thought energy, the emotional energy, the belief systems, the self-identities, all of them are intermingled in a very complex weaving, so to speak, from all of these lifetimes. And I sometimes liken it to the bramble bush or the thicket around Sleeping Beauty's castle. Remember when she is her finger and she goes to sleep? You've all probably seen Maleficent. And you see the dark bramble thicket that's around the castle. And that thicket is so interwoven, it's like no light gets through, right? The people in the castle can't see beyond the thicket, and the people beyond the thicket can't see the castle. It is, it's the blinders we wear. It's the blinders that we see through, that we interpret life through. It is what, how we experience and how we uh, see ourselves is through this thicket, guys. This, this, this thicket defines us. And it's all from our own creations. What we have thought, experienced, felt, believed, everything from lifetime after lifetime. So it is, it is complex. So anyway, because we have this thicket, there's so much and it's so complex, every single person has elements that are similar. We've all got fear, for example. Fears of failure, fears of success, fears of being alone, fears of the future, fears of the unknown. The list goes on. How it all interweaves and how it manifests in our outer reality is a reflection to the beliefs we have inside. So when we do the healings, we start with the outer reality. We start right where we are. And then what I do is I go in and I try to dig out what are the belief systems, what are the emotional elements, what are the emotional uh, aspects, what are the self-identities that this person that I'm healing on the show, this individual, what are they carrying? And those elements, those self-identities, those emotional reactions, those belief systems that the person carries are similar to everybody else. The healings that I do are fairly general. Once in a while I do get a specific life, but even within the, the specific life, the person has those elements, those emotional reactions, those belief systems that have built up in that life that are very similar to what we all carry. So I'm explaining this because I want everybody to know, and I've talked about it before, that every single healing, even if it's for someone other than you, can help every single listener. It's very important. So when I bring that individual into 
the amalgamated state, when I, and I begin working, I want everybody to amalgamate with me, everyone to become one with the purity of their own divine energies. And I will lead everyone through as I do the healing, as always. And then when I'm asking the individual to release whatever they're carrying, let's say it's some sort of fear that's part of it, the, I want every listener to also release that fear. Now, you may not think you have that fear, okay? Trust me. I've often thought, what? I carry this <laughs> when something comes up for me when I'm being when I'm healing myself. And then the higher self explains. So the healings I do on myself has resulted in my getting a lot of information about these patterns. It's one of the reasons I wrote the book, my second book on soul, S O U L, soul psychology, our journey through the human kingdom universe. Because I've learned a lot as I've healed myself, and I've come to understand that we carry a lot that's active within us, even if we don't know that it's there. So there'll be times where I'll be asking an individual or you as listeners will think, oh, I don't have that pattern. How could I possibly have that pattern? I can't relate to it at all. You know, it just isn't me. Well... I totally understand, but I also beg to differ. Because just think about things that have happened to you in your early childhood that you have no memory of and no concept of, that you find out as an adult from a parent or an aunt and uncle or older sibling, oh, do you remember such and such a time and how scared you were or how upset you were for some reason about this event, and you have absolutely no conscious recollection and you have no idea you had no idea and yet it kind of makes sense to you because you still have that fear or whatever else and now you go aha maybe this is why i'm afraid of x y or z and i'm just giving you a simple example but if you think about it if we've had tens and tens and tens and hundreds of thousands of lives which we have, journey that we've been on is a long one, and there is no one on this planet at this point in time that hasn't had a very, very long journey. If you had, were a relatively new soul in the human kingdom, you would not have chosen this planet at this time. So I can say without a doubt that every single person that could be listening to this show is a very, very experienced soul and you've had a long journey and so there virtually there isn't anything that I could speak about in general that not that everybody hadn't experienced so I want you to understand that I want you to be active partner in the healing and do the releases of the elements that I'm work doing for the individual I want you to release it envision it Imagine it, think it, I am releasing all the fear of the unknown. For example, I am releasing all the belief that I am not a good person, and I want you to, each and every listener, to be actively a part of this healing session. If you're listening to the, to the show on the archive, you can be even more participatory. You can pause the show in the stream, the middle of the stream, because I may not say 
even for my person I'm working on, every single element. I have a certain amount of time. I limit the healing to a half an hour, 20 minutes, a half an hour, occasionally 40 minutes. And I go and I get the most important things that their higher selves are feeding me. I'm getting all the threads from their higher selves. But even if it's the individual listening to the show later or any of the, any of the other listeners, you can pause it and let go and release for neutralizing all other elements that come up for you that I don't happen to mention. So it's a way for you to become even more actively involved. And you release, in general, what happens is we are releasing the energy identities. I've talked about the thought forms. I've talked about the habits. I've talked about uh, the, all these energy identities that are, include the belief systems, the self-identities, the, the, the emotional responses, so many of these things that we have taken on, created through thought, through emotionalizing, through action. We have created so many things that we carry at the energetic level, remembering that the beingness doesn't end at the skin. Every soul carries these energetic fields around them, around the physical body, and so we are releasing those energies that I'm calling out into our divine light, and it is where they're going to be neutralized. The divine light neutralizes all of those energies, and I've talked about all of that in prior shows. I'm not going to repeat it here. But I want to just be clear for the new listeners and encourage you to go back and listen exactly what happens in the neutralizing because it's fascinating. Now, I haven't talked yet about the emotional response part of it, and I'm going to be doing that in the next week's show, the pre-tape. I'm going to do the emotional response, explain it. It's fascinating. It really explains a lot. And I'm also going to give you a very detailed example of the emotions and how they played out through this one situation that I'm going to explain next week. It's going to be a great show. I have done a lot of explaining of the emotions in prior archive shows, so that's another option. And on my website, they're all free. I also have some teleclasses, three of them, and you can absolutely listen to those. They're one hour each, and one's on the thought form body, I believe. One is on the habit body, and one's on the emotional body, which, in a way, they're all connected in one, but I talk about them independently so because it's easier to understand, but they all are part of the whole. Anyway, and I talk about the creative body, which is uh, also fascinating. I'm not going to talk about it today, but Today, I'm, I do have a request for, by via email for a healing, and I'm going to work on Suzanne. But again, again please, please become active participants, and I've had many, many, many emails oh, and feedback from people I take it back. who have heard who never have had a private session, never have come to any meetup, and they send me an email and say, oh my gosh. It's helped me so much. It's changed my life. So just listening to the shows and actively doing the healing while you are listening, doing it on yourself, is very powerful and can change your life. It's something 
we all can do. We don't have to be anybody special. We don't have to be born with an ability. We don't have to take classes and go through, you know, a year or three of training. We don't have to do any of that because we all come with what we need. We all carry that pure soul essence light. And I will explain all of it as I go through the healing, as I do. I do an extended amalgamation because I give out information as I go for those who are new. I want people who are new to understand what's happening as they go. I want and to also, it is a powerful reminder for each and every person about the space, about where it is that I'm bringing everybody into and why. And so the same thing happened when, probably I do it because the same thing happened when I was learning from Joan Culpepper. Every single time she had any kind of workshop or any kind of class, any kind of private session, a very extended amalgamation, and it brings us all into that same space, that same energetic field where we are moving up into the highest frequency level that we can utilize in that specific moment in time. And it allows us to do a healing, to understand the information, to receive the energy, to move into that space and do the most powerful healing that we can possibly do at the very highest level. So I do explain it all. It helps bring us into that state. And um, so we're going to go for it now, guys. Now, today's healing, as I mentioned, was is for Suzanne. She's requested other healings. I've worked on her in the past. And which is a reminder, I had a individual named Robin that came on the first few early shows and or wrote me and requested a healing. She took advantage of this free healing. And I, you don't have to give your proper name. I've had somebody come on more than once that, that did not give their proper name, and that's fine. You do not have to, because it is global, and, you know, technically I, I, I don't have a clue really where my listeners are, but there could be people that would know you. So if you want to change your name, you want to write in a request, the requests are general. It's very the chances of anybody recognizing you, even if five people you know listen to the healing, chances are if you change their name and have the general request, because I tune straight in on you, because it's your higher self. It's the healies higher selves that direct the healing, and they know exactly who I'm working on, and so I don't even have to know that it's a fake name. And for one person, I didn't know for a couple of times. I didn't know. Um, and that's absolutely fine. So if you're worried about privacy issues, you can be totally private. So please, send me an email. Janet at JanetRichmond.com. My website is JanetRichmond.com. My email is Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Very easy. Easy. It's J-A-N-E-T-R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D. It's very easy, guys. So please send me an email. I'm happy to do the, the healing. And anyway, so today we have a healing from Suzanne, a request. And she said she was hoping that I could focus on her financial lack. 
she said she's already listened to two of my prior times of neutralizing financial lack because each show that I have archived is indexed. So you're going to, if you read through them, you're going to see what's the general topic. It doesn't go into great detail, but it gives you the general topic. And so I have more than one on financial lack because guess what, folks? There are many of us that experience financial lack at some point in our lives. So she's listened to two, and she feels that hers stems from a belief in lack in general as well as a belief in scarcity consciousness. So she wanted me to focus specifically on her lack and her belief in lack, her belief in scarcity, her belief in limitation and in limited resource. So I'm going to focus on that. And, of course, financial lack is something so many of us have experienced, so I do encourage all the listeners to take part in this. And let's get going. Okay. Now, just keep in mind that my process addresses the long-term struggle. I'm going to be pulling out soul-level as well as mind-level issues, but the soul-level issues can part of it can be unrecognizable or feel odd or different or whatever. So I just want everyone to realize that, including Suzanne. So uh, if you've listened to any of my shows before, you know the first step is simply to get comfortable, to feel relaxed, to take a few deep breaths, to be in a space where you are able to focus. You're not distracted by too many things going on around you, too many extraneous noises. But even if there is some sort of chaos around you, as long as you can hear the show and hear what I'm saying, you should be fine. What is important and what the higher self always encourages us to work on and to practice is the ability to focus because it is the focused thought, the focus of our conscious thought that is the turn-on switch that enables us to move into that the space where we need to move into in order to do the healing. And it's a simple turn-on switch, and I will more about it as we go. So right now, I want everyone, again, to quiet their minds. I want everyone to close their eyes, unless you've been doing it a long time. Uh, closing the eyes is not a requirement, but it often is very helpful to maintain the focus thought. It is very helpful to... It, it helps us cut out the surrounding potential distractions when we have our eyes open. You know, we can move the eyes around and see, oh, if we're looking outside, oh, there's something going on, or maybe we we see something moving and it takes our attention. So the focus thought is easiest, especially in the beginning when you're just learning. The focus thought is best with the eyes closed. Um, it's it helps us to have the eyes closed to activate that focus, conscious thought. So I want everybody to move into that space, closing the eyes, taking a deep breath. And we begin by a simple technique, and anybody can do it, simply to draw the focus of attention to the physical body. This enables us to quiet the mind, so to speak, to bring the mind's eye in 
focused on the center point, and that center point is going is the physical body. So I want everybody to notice position of the arms and the legs and the hands and the feet. Even notice the contact points between the body and what you're sitting on or lying on. And I want everybody in this way to draw your attention in. Take those deep breaths, listen to my voice, and begin the focus in the now moment. This focus is moving the mind's eye into the now moment, and the now moment is very access in this way. And it is not fleeting, it is not difficult, it is not transitory. It is an energetic field that we are activating simply by focusing on first the physical body and bringing the focus of attention to that energetic field around us that is the now moment. Suzanne is part of this. I am focusing on Suzanne while I do this healing, but I want each listener to focus on their own now moment. You can visualize it or imagine it or think it or feel it or sense it as a space, an energetic space around you. And this energetic space, because it's energetic, it can be expanded. It is not solid. It is not locked into any kind of immutable or immovable, unmovable space. It is very energetic, very easy to move, and that's what we're going to do now. We're now going to move this energetic space, this now moment. We're going to expand it, just open it up, just move those symbolic energetic space that's 360 degrees around us. We're going to move it outward. We're going to expand it and move it and enlarge it and enhance it and make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And in this way, we are expanding this now moment to encompass not just the now, but the eternal now, the past, present, and future nows, the totality of our beingness in the past, present, and future nows. And in this way, this now moment has expanded to the forever now. It is now encompassing the totality of all of us. We all are part of this forever now moment. Not only Suzanne and myself, but all the listeners, present and future listeners. The now moment is expanding and moving outward to encompass the totality of all of our experiences and it is a powerful space this enables the healing to be to move into and include the totality of our sojourn through the human kingdom Suzanne is here she and I and all the listeners and I have a sense of many because we've included the future now so it's the, the ones that are listening live, the ones that are going to be um, listening in a, the future now of the pre-tape show, and then even the future future nows of those listeners that are not listening to the pre-tape show live but are listening to the pre-tape show a week, a month, or a year or two in, a, in the future. So we are, there's a huge amount of people here, as a matter of fact, and we're all included in this forever now moment. It is as if it's a freeze frame. We are going to be operating and healing at a very deep level. And 
Now I'm going to ask that we use that focus of attention to tune into, to focus on that pure soul essence light that we all carry. This is the divine light, the divine light that every soul from the lowliest grain of sand to the highest most evolved being carries. It is our powerhouse. It is our purest and most perfect and most potent point of power. And it is because it's everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. I liken it to the DNA that we all carry from our parents. It is the quote-unquote DNA from the originating source. Every single soul, as I've said, carries it. And it is the divine light that we are. And some people have heard of it as the light within, the God within, there are many different terms from many different realms and directions about this term. We call it the pure soul essence light. And I'm having each of us focus on it because this is what does the neutralizing. And by focusing on it, we are giving it permission to become active in our free will kingdom. Uh, we are within the human kingdom, and we are, as a result, operational out of the free will kingdom, and the divine light cannot trespass. It cannot just move in and do everything for us. We have to get to the point of our awareness that we carry this, which those of you who are listening to the show have reached, and and have reached. There are many who have reached it in other ways. It's not just through this show. But if you're doing this healing, you are aware now that the this divine light, by focusing on it, using our conscious focus, we are inviting the divine light in. We have activated the turn-on switch. Very simple. Very simple. We focus on this light. You can see it as a symbol. I like to use the sun. The sun is a very powerful element in our universe, and it is... The pure soul essence carries that same kind of intense power, but that power to the infinite level, it's the infinite power. It is even more powerful than the sun, but I love using a very powerful symbol, understanding that it isn't the symbol that carries the power. It's what the symbol activates behind it, the energy behind it. And by focusing on this beautiful symbol, Activating that divine light, inviting it in, giving it permission to move in through and around the totality of our physical and etheric bodies, including the past nows, the present now, and the future nows. And I am seeing the light for Suzanne and I and sensing the light of all the others that are expanding and filling the eternal now space that we have created. We have filled it. We have activated the light through the totality of our beingness, the past, present, and future nows. It is an incredible light. The light in this way, Suzanne and I and all the future listeners have become um, one and joined us in one accord. All of us are part of this healing today. Even if you hadn't realized because you didn't listen to this till a week from now or 10 weeks or 10 months from now, all of the past, present and future listeners are now joined in one accord.
and the light is powerful. It is filling this forever now moment. It space and time. It is bigger than the planet. And this light is being now. There are many souls from many different levels, many different past, present, and future nows that are partaking of this light because they don't realize they have their own light. And they are taking from the light because light DNA carries all of our genetic code, is present in each cell, whether it's a skin cell, a liver cell, a blood cell. Each cell, no matter how it presents, carries the totality of the DNA from our parents. The same with this light. It carries the totality of the divine light. This is the divine light that we carry, and it is has everything that any soul at any level could utilize or need or help them in their own evolutionary process. And they're literally millions and billions and even trillions and more souls coming to partake of this light. And in so doing, just the opportunity of becoming one and joining in one accord with so many souls is allowing a tremendous amount of uh, help and healing for many millions of souls around the human kingdom universe. So I thank each and every person that has that is and will be a part of this, the listening audience in this way. And now that we become aware of the, and focus on the amalgamation with the conglomerate higher selves, it's going to be Suzanne's higher selves and mine, and all of the future now higher selves from other listeners. It's a very powerful energy field. We're going to amalgamate with the higher selves, enabling them to help and and uh, help us all with the healing pattern. The amalgamation is also going to be including the amalgamation and becoming one with the originating source of all there is. The originating source, even though we carry the pure soul essence light, that carries the totality of the originating source by focusing on and amalgamating with the originating source itself, in essence, we open up the connection between the pure soul essence that we carry eternally, the connection between ourselves, our own pure soul essence, and the originating source, because it's a constant pathway to us and from us, back and forth with the originating source, it opens up that pathway, expands it to the infinite resources. But more importantly, it is our way of saying we want the this healing at the very highest level that we can manage, the very highest level of healing that we can manage. And we are, in essence, enabling ourselves to heal at the highest place that we can heal. Tomorrow, next week, next month, it will be at the higher at a higher place because every time we neutralize, we are increasing our own energy frequency. We are shifting the balance within our energy field. So every single time we heal, we're moving up in frequency. So we always want to be 
moving the healing energies that we bring into and allowing them, giving permission, because that's what we do at the free will level. We give permission for the energies and the healing and the information to come in at even more and more expanded levels. Okay, right now I am seeing Suzanne. She is standing before me, and I'm actually envisioning her crying. She has suffered a lot. There's a lot of suffering that has gone on with Suzanne, and it has it is not only at the hands of the financial lack, but there but from many other realms and directions and I've many other parts of her sojourn and I have worked on Suzanne before and I know this despair. I'm familiar with it, but it's what the higher selves are opening with and it must be the element of despair that is attached to this financial lack pattern. And so I'm going to begin to encourage Suzanne and every other listener to start to feel, start to release the despair the okay, the depression, the belief that it's never going to change, that there's nothing you can do, that there's nothing you can do to change it, the absolute discouragement, the absolute belief that there is there is no way you're ever going to be able to shift this pattern. This pattern has been present for Suzanne and probably most of us for a long time. Anybody who is on this planet has a big issue with financial lack. I've explained this in the past, and I'm not going to go into it, but trust me on it, this planet carries the help we need to break through this financial lack pattern. And so each soul is on this planet carry great difficulty in this arena. So the I'm asking that we all release the complete discouragement, the despair behind it, the fear, the fear that we're never going to change it. And I'm watching Suzanne. She's done this before. She's, I've worked on her before. And I'm seeing the fear. It's pouring out, pouring out of her heart center, pouring out of her stomach. She feels powerless. She feels helpless. There's a tremendous amount of hopelessness here because she, she's been trying for a lot of lives. And each time she goes in to try to heal this pattern, there's been so many difficulties. She has a very complex uh, thicket around her, as we all do, and many elements to this thicket that have held her prisoner because they're all interwoven. They're all interrelated. So every time we go in to heal, we... We are neutralizing sections or parts of the thicket, but it's almost as if the healing doesn't feel as like it's really helped that much. And the reason is, is because each part of the thicket has roots and tendrils that are parts of all the rest of the thicket. We all know how weeds work. You can have weeds in one part of your grass and you pull out the dandelions and the next week, the next month, the next year, there are dandelions all over the rest of the lawn or the rest of the flower bed. And it's because these weeds have a way of going underground and then sprouting in other areas. And you, as you know from what I've said, we have so many lifetimes where we have so many different experiences and different 
situations and conditions that feed these things. And when I do next week the the extended ex explanation about the emotions and give you a very powerful example, um, you will see even more clearly. But I want you to understand for Suzanne, this despair, this discouragement, and for so many of us, it's now coming up around financial lack. And I want, I'm just beginning there because what, and I'm calling in divine hope. And the hope is moving into those areas, divine understanding and divine enlightenment. There's a sense of bringing in the expanded ideas, um, purity, um, expanded perception, and clarity of vision are the two things because she, her, I'm asking her to, to release the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, the misinterpretations that have fed that belief that she can never, ever get rid of it. It's as if she felt, she feels doomed. I want you, her to release, Suzanne released when you're hearing it, I want you to release the idea that you're doomed. That you're absolutely, there's, you've given up, there's a sense of such a deep sense of hopelessness that you have given up that there's any help at all. Just a sense of doom around this. And I want you to release all the misunderstandings, all the false beliefs, misinterpretations that are part of it. Because you you really have been trying at the soul level and you feel like you're doomed in this arena and it's because this pattern is so connected to many of your other patterns. Now because it's a relatively short session and because it's complex, I'm not getting all the interrelationships. The higher selves are indicating that it isn't at all important just to understand that that's part of the misunderstanding is that the, we have roots and tendrils in so many of our false beliefs and roots and tendrils in other arenas can keep us holding on and making it more difficult in one other, in a related arena, it makes it more difficult for us to let go of it. So I'm asking that we release those misunderstandings the, and bring in the clarity of perception, the clarity of vision, the expanded perception, so that you understand that it wasn't something you did wrong. It wasn't something that you were just completely incompetent or, or undeserving or just there was no way because you didn't have the gifts or talents. You didn't have the ability. There's a whole bunch of self-attack, self-criticism, self-judgment here, too, that you were unable to um, deal properly. There's a sense of tremendous letdown. You believe you've let down so many people, and that has added to this pattern. There's a tremendous amount of shame, guilt, and self-denigration about this letting down people. You were not able to bring in the bacon, so to speak. You were not able to bring in the food, the money, the finances, whatever it is, to properly feed and clothe those people that were important to you. 
it's not only family members. There are also uh, other extended family type situations where you're in communities where you were looked up to, where you felt it was your responsibility. You had leadership patterns in some societies where you were part of, I would say, um, being at the bargaining table or making trade agreements, that sort of thing. And it didn't, you weren't as successful in your eyes that you thought you should have, would have, could have. And so there's a lot of self-denigration, but you did, based on the circumstances, you did phenomenally, but you saw yourself always as falling short. And the self-blame is just really intense. I'm seeing you release self-blame and you feel responsible for people's dying, starving, um, illness. There's a tremendous amount of over-responsibility patterns here. Okay, and then there's then there was a shift. You you this was a, the beginning of this pattern, but it was long and intense. There are many lives around this type of thing. I'm getting the flip book from your higher selves. It's their way of saying to me, innumerable lives, different details, different scenarios, different types of cultures, but it includes uh, arenas where you were responsible even in, either in a small way simply as a head of a family or in a larger way where you were part of a leadership position in some sort of community and in some way you were responsible for um, okay I see you also as a military leader this is feels very ancient but you were responsible for getting lands or getting territory that where you could more food was available it, there's many different scenarios here. I'm just getting these tidbits from your higher selves, but you felt you failed. So there's a lot of belief, too, and I want you to release around the belief that you're a failure. You were unable to keep up your end of the bargain, and this is really deep. I'm feeling it just coming up from the lower part of your torso. It's sluggish. It's deep and it's really ugh, it's not good it's just so it's just a belief system that is very very entrenched and I want to open up I, I want to have you actively see like a hatch at the bottom at the base of your spine I want you to open up that hatch and I'm going to have you release through that that root chakra um, it's just coming out like a gusher. It's just flowing out. I'm calling in divine uh, flush to help you flush it out. It's coming out of the sexual chakra area. It's coming out of the, the stomach. Every single part is just, it's releasing. I, I want to flush that out to enable you to release as much as you can into the light. Because there's another element here. The, the, there came a time where you decided that you were going to make a shift in your journey. You were going to, um, you gave up on yourself. You literally gave up on yourself as being a leader, as being a provider, as being a, um, someone who could help others in that kind of way. 
and you became off you came to the point where you were so you felt completely useless oh that uselessness is really oh my goodness i want you to release all the feelings of uselessness that you were completely useless and no help to anyone and as a matter of fact it goes beyond uselessness you also started to believe that you were causing great harm that if someone else had done what you were trying to do there was a lot of this comparison thing that they would have done better because so much of your judgment was in hindsight so much of your judgment was looking back and if you had known in the moment when you did your actions which is typical you you might have done some different taken some different paths made some different choices but you didn't have the hindsight as we never do and what you don't realize is that even if you had had the benefit of those that additional insight most of the time the same things would have unfolded because you have to remember that we aren't responsible for all the other souls the other souls are making their own free will choices and many of the souls in those times were choosing at the soul level their own pathways their own unfoldment and so many of them would have chosen a very similar pathway we can offer souls different options and in this way we can help others for sure but it doesn't mean we failed if they don't make those choices so what you don't haven't understood is that even if you had had the benefit of additional hindsight chances are much of it would have unfolded the very same way we aren't responsible we can't force people to you know you to water but you can't force them to drink and it's the same way with all souls that we work on that we try to help that we try to heal we allow them and we help by bringing the options bringing the energy bringing the higher understanding if they are not ready for it they can take it in at the soul level and it plants a seed and maybe it doesn't come to fruition maybe right away it does but maybe not for a week a month or 10 lifetimes we we have no control over that so i want you to release that sense of that you did harm that sense that you did harm it's just very very upsetting because you didn't do any harm you came with it with a purity of purpose a sincerity of motive and you did the very best you could given the frequency of where the situations and conditions were at those cultures and society levels because we've all been in so many of our sojourns and so many of our lifetimes have been in very low lo- much lower frequencies of understanding than we have now on this planet in this moment of time so i'm asking you to release all of that and i do see it continuing to release but i want to get back to the shift that you did in at some point when you became so discouraged as uh, at the soul level you became so discouraged so gave up on yourself you decided to change your tack so to speak and you moved into a very deep and highly dedicated 
situation at the soul level, you moved into what I would call a period of atonement where you decided to try to save your soul, so to speak, by atoning for all what you conceived of as great sins, great harm, great horror that you had perpetrated upon others. And that period of atonement led you to a long series of self-denial, self-sacrifice, self-denial and self-sacrifice. Excuse me for the repetition, but those words hit it with a nail on the head. Like you didn't deserve to have any comfort, any security, any good in your life because it was the only way you could actually atone for the degradation that your soul was in. You believed your soul was so horrible that and so degraded that the only way was to sacrifice everything. It was like putting on the hair shirt. It was like the the... And I don't know whether they still do it, but there were times in the past where there was the the whipping, you know, the the I think it was the monks, or I'm not too good about who exactly, but there were times where people in those religious settings, and maybe they still are, are whipping themselves to, you know, to atone for their sins, and that's the kind of thing you did. You just denied yourself tremendous anything you not only denied yourself comfort you brought on discomfort the self-punishment and I want you to release all of that all of that belief system all of those actions because it was a long it's been a long thing and I see you actually moving into monastery type things I, I don't feel nunnery so much as monastery so maybe you, you were doing it through male lifetimes um, in some senses. Um, I also feel like you were part of societies that were very subsistence levels. And you, you went into those societies, you brought in lifetimes in those societies that was a very high struggle level. And there was a lot of very early death because the resources, wherever these people were, were very uh, scarce. And so you, um, there was a belief system on your part that if you lived in scarcity, maybe you would be able to find the, the goodness of your soul in some way. Maybe you would be able to... to um, in some, it, the the logic seems almost Ill, so illogical to me. It's hard for me to pull out. So I'm just asking your higher self to help you release whatever you, the reasoning behind these subsistence level things. And the the problem was that it didn't play out like you expected because just putting food in your mouth in these subsistence level type situations was all that you could focus on. You weren't able to uh, move into the self-awareness or the self-forgiveness or the self-love uh, that you were hoping that you might find in these arenas. It didn't happen. All you were focused on then was this <coughs> subsistence level. And when you came away from those kind of lives, the punishing lives, they 
they didn't help you at all, whether it was the punishing life for atonement or these other kind of lives, to try to find that self-forgiveness, that self-atonement, you didn't find it in these levels, these lifetimes. And you, you again became hopeless. But there's a very big holdover that, that you've carried through and that's still part of you. And I want you to release this belief as having nothing. The self-sacrifice is the way to spiritual enlightenment, is the way to finding forgiveness, the way to finding the forgiveness for, from you're looking to the external from a from whatever God you believe in, whatever uh, external divine source that you believe in. The you're looking externally for that forgiveness, and so there's a big misunderstanding here because the misunderstanding is about that somebody else, something else, is going to forgive you in order for you to heal, when in fact it is the forgiveness of the self that we all have to find. And at, I'm calling in and activating and intensifying your own divine forgiveness. And I'm asking that it move in through and around the totality of your beingness that you were looking for to atone, the path you were looking to for to overcome or feel better about yourself was erroneous and it was a misunderstanding and it didn't bring to you what you were so looking for. So I want you to release the false belief that the forgiveness, that the healing comes from outside you when in fact it comes from within. And I'm calling in divine healing, divine forgiveness, divine love and divine acceptance. And I'm seeing it move in through and around. You've, you've released a lot of stuff, Suzanne, and it is very powerful. And these energies are moving into the symbolic empty spaces from that are the, the spaces left empty by all the releases. And it's beginning to permeate this thicket around you, this, this incredible bramble bush or whatever you want to call it that the symbolic bramble bush and it's bringing in light and penetrating wherever there's a crack or a crevice, wherever there's an opening, your divine love, your divine forgiveness is moving in and even expanding those cracks and crevices and enabling you to get more light, more healing, more neutralizing within this, this thicket. And you're doing a great job and I'm feeling just this lightning, there's a there's this actual sense of physical lightning, especially through the lower half of the body, and I'm going to encourage more and more of the divine love, the prop, which carries proper self-love. It carries proper love of others. It carries the higher heart consciousness uh, love element, which is the highest level of love, divine love that we can um, reach in the human kingdom level, so I'm activating that higher heart consciousness. And with that, I saw just the love permeate even further into that lower part of your body. I don't know why, but I'm seeing it from sort of the heart or upper stomach level, permeating down into the lower level of your body. Um, 
Divine love also carries a forgiveness element and also a self-acceptance element, but I'm calling in divine forgiveness as well, which is forgiveness of the self, forgiveness of others. It's the totality of the forgiveness element and the divine um, accept, uh, divine acceptance, divine healing, divine uh, and the divine hope energy, I'm placing the hope and the understanding uh, that um, self-sacrifice, even though it is carried on this planet as, um, as the way to the key to heaven, so to speak, you know, the, 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 the Mother Teresa's of the world are put on a pedestal. The higher self have been really clear that the it's all about balance because if there's so much self-sacrifice is if there's so much um, focus on the spirituality that the material balance that the material side falls away we tend to we we tend to pay much more attention to filling our stomachs and finding shelter and um, that that becomes in quote our gods so I want you to release, I want you to bring in divine understanding into the hope that, and divine material balance, that it's okay to have material good in the life, that it's okay and important to have that balance between the spiritual and the material. Oh, there's so much pain coming up for me now. But before I deal with the releasing of the pain, I want to call in divine faith. Divine faith is a very powerful energy. It activates and um, it carries the energy of manifestation of all that is hoped for. So we're calling in that divine faith that will help bring into manifestation the material balance. And I'm calling in divine material balance. Again, on its own, I want you to feel it. It's carried by this planet at the pure soul essence level. I want the, I want you to feel and sense the flow of divine material balance moving up the bottom of your feet and filling this whole eternal now space, filling the totality of your beingness and helping to enable you to move out of the misunderstandings, neutralize the misunderstandings, to help you materialize material balance in all levels in your life pattern. Material balance isn't all about finances. It's about materializing from the abstract into the concrete all that we carry, our gifts and talents, our types of relationships we have. We want to bring in balance. We want to bring in the ability to materialize into our outer reality all that we want in a balanced state of perfection. It's always at the highest ideal. So bringing in the material doesn't mean we're going to become greedy and, and um, bad people. It means that we will once we bring in that material manifestation where we are comfortable and have food in our mouths and a, and a shelter, we're not worrying constantly where we're going to get the next rent check, we are able then to help ourselves and others much more. The material balance is a very important element 
and I'm seeing it move in through and around the totality. I don't know why, but I'm seeing it as green energy. But it's it's um it's an, I can't even describe the green. It's it's a kind of green that carries a very prominent special light, and it's sort of shifting too. I'll look at it, and it seems almost emerald green, and then it it's shifting in its colors, and it's bringing in all aspects of this divine material balance and it's moving in through and around the totality of who you are. And the higher selves are indicating to me that this healing is is as much as you can do today and they are placing a um, cone of energy around you and enabling you by being held in this cocoon to go through the acclimation process, the the you know, becoming acclimated and to also continue to do the process. It's enabling you to do it in a kind of protective state. I'm placing you in the healing circle, which is that energetic field where the higher selves are man 24-7. Anybody and everybody can place any person or situation or condition, including themselves, in that healing circle. Um, and you are being monitored and helped at every moment in time and every time you are ready at the soul level to move up in a healing, uh, up, move up to the next healing level, the higher selves are there to help you and they help with the entire process on every level. So I often place people at the end of the healings within the healing circle to, to just make darn sure the healing continues to give the permission or help you give permission for the healing to continue even when we move out of the eternal now moment and move back into what I would call just sort of our normal beingness. Okay. You did a great job, Suzanne. Um, I'm seeing a very big opening in the thicket. There is, of course, more thicket. This is simply... Um, each healing is a starting point. I encourage you to do work on your own. If you have a hard time, you or any of the other listeners, doing it on your own, I do give a lot of help. You go on my website, JanetRichmond.com. You download, um, you can look on free download button, and there I have something called the amalgamation statement. You can print it out, I explain it, and then I have like a, a little short cheat sheet cheat sheet you can print out, you can carry it in your car, in your purse, uh, put, put it up on the bathroom if you're a bath taker. I have one client who's actually got it in, um, she put it in plastic, you know, she laminated it, and so she does it in the bathtub, she does it in her car, she does it whenever. She makes it a, you know, a lifestyle, and her life has changed a thousand degrees. It's a 180s over and over again. So it is a very... Um, it's, I've tried to make it as easy for everyone as possible, but you can also listen to this healing, to any healing that I do, and many times a day, many times a week, once a week, even twice a month, anything is going to heal you, help heal you, and help clear more and more, to, more of that thicket that we've brought in. The more actively involved you are, the faster and more accelerated the healing will go, the, the bigger, more and more of the thicket will be neutralized. It's like going to the gym. You're sick of my gym analogies, but it's so perfect. If we go once a month, we probably will stop going almost immediately because we don't see any results. 
if we go two, three, four times a week, we begin to really see the results and it becomes a motivating factor. And then pretty soon, we wouldn't, nobody could talk us out of going to the gym. And when we have to, for whatever reason, stop going for a week or two because we're traveling or the gym burns down or whatever, we go back to it because we start to see, well, in the gym, if you don't do the, you know, if you don't work out, the muscles go back to, you know, not being toned. But it's not the same with this this work. Everything we do is permanent. But what you do when you stop is you begin to see that it's not, you're not continuing to get the shifts and changes in your life. So you're motivated to go back because you really do. The more you do it, the more you make it a lifestyle, the benefits just keep happening. They keep unfolding. So, okay, that's a long-winded healing to do. I think I'm going to wind down. I love all my listeners. I thank you all for tuning in, and I encourage you to keep listening, keep doing the healings. If you have any question or any desire for a healing from me, please go to Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Also, don't forget, I have a Facebook page devoted to this work. It's called Neutralize the Negative. Neutralize the Negative. Please join the Facebook page. Like it or whatever. I I am not heavily posting on it. It's not like you're going to get something from me all the time, but I do have blogs that come on my my website and on the Facebook page, and I just encourage anybody and everybody to take a look. And anyway, thanks for being part of my show. I just so appreciate it. It enables me to share this powerful information, pay it forward, so to speak, and I hope to that everybody will continue to tune in, share it, talk to people about it, contact me. If you have any questions, I'm open with any emails always. Okay, I always get back to people. Okay, have a wonderful week. Until next week and the next pre-tape show, this is Bye for Janet. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.